I had been living off of freeze-dried artichokes and hard tack. Hard tack was okay. Basically, just hefty crackers. But it made your mouth dry. So, you try washing it down with the freeze-dried artichokes, but they were devoid of any moisture as well. Where was a good water hole when you needed one. I'd been on the road too long. I needed to find a, a place to pitch a tent, a place to, to lay my weary head, to sleep even without being awoken by the overzealous police force or poked by a wandering cougar. Yes, I needed actual civilization. Perhaps a campground or a resort. I stopped in at the local info center. The lady at the desk at the info center was depressed. You see, there was a bit of a housing market in the town and the cities and, well, the provinces and the country, and also the world. For some reason, rents were at in, an insane level. 1600 a month to rent a one-bedroom apartment with a decent amount of space. Oh, sure, you could rent a broom closet for 1100 But then you start to question why you're paying that much for a broom closet, and if you aspired to live in a broom closet to begin with. I tried to cheer her up, but she was so down in the dumps because her rent was too high. You see, her job paid all right, but 80% of her paycheck was going towards housing. At any rate, she gave me a publication for some local campgrounds and resorts. at my destination the Tiger Moat Resort I'd found it in a, a publication Super Camping Select Lodging it brought me here the Tiger Moat Resort looked okay on the surface the grass was cut there was a sign it said Slow children playing. Slow children playing. Hmm. I wonder if there was something in the water that made these particular children slow. Or perhaps it was the education system. Too much homeschooling? Not enough homeschooling. At any rate, you could only drive 10 kilometers an hour. Hmm. Some... Half-alive cedars lined a puce-colored fence. The office had a 
neon sign above it. Uh, open. Well, that's a good sign. The barometer was good. The sun was breaking through the clouds. And some plastic flowers were lined up in uh, cadence, I suppose, in a little flower bed made out of a cut-in-half barrel. Might be better if they'd kept that barrel whole. Made more wine. I could use a little wine at the moment. I stepped into the office. Hello. Hi. I think I talked to you on the phone earlier. Are you the tenter? Yeah, I'm a tenter. Yeah, I have a tent. Okay. I paid for my spot after enduring a, a grilling from the overzealous receptionist at the Tiger Moat Resort. It was basically a, a dried out floodplain on the edge of a slough, but it seemed dry enough this time of year. I parked the car and began to fiddle with the tent poles. How the hell do you put this thing together? At least I would be able to lay flat at night and not be jammed into the car. Get some decent sleep and get my head together. Maybe then I could land a decent story for the local paper. Or maybe a hairdressing gig. Or delivering firewood. I don't know. With the price of gas, I'd be delivering via donkey, most likely. Bad news. Zazie, Bita, and Bonga had left a message on my sh machine. I wasn't sure which litigator it was. I didn't know the difference between Zazie, Bita, or Bonga. The bad news is, they said my case was too big. They said it was huge. It would take a much larger legal team than what they had to offer. So, I would have to go to a bigger law firm. A behemoth, as it were. Yep, that was it. I would have to go to Belonger and Schlanger. Didn't want to, but I needed a bigger litigation team than what Zazie Beta and Bonga could offer. Life is strange sometimes. So I peeled my sweaty ass out of the tent and wandered down to the offices of Belonger and Schlanger. I stepped up to the huge double doors and knocked. No answer. Try again. I mean, it was 
early afternoon on a Monday. It was after lunch. They can't still be stuffing their faces with sushi, can they? Again, no answer. It was then that I noticed a little red note off to the side of the door. It said offices of Belonger and Schlanger are permanently closed. God, no! What would I do? I needed litigators, and I needed litigators fast. Uh, there was another, another little addendum at the end of that, and it said, If you need counsel, check at the law library. Hmm. The law library. Uh, well, I guess that would probably be down at the courthouse. I made my way over. I scanned the directory. Law library, law library. Where are you? 225. I had to go upstairs. Oh, I ascended the stone steps. Wasn't one to take an elevator. I didn't like the dinging sound when you get to the top. Two oh six, two oh eight, ladies' washroom, elevator door, two oh two, two hundred. I was going the wrong way. Uh, retraced my steps. So I was getting lost in these buildings. Clearly, I'd been living outside for too long. 214, 226, Crown Council, 225, Law Library. The door was locked. Oh, public hours. Wednesdays between 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. and 12.30 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. What? It was open only one day a week? What kind of public access was this? Maybe... George Orwell had been right. Everything still seemed to have reduced hours. People were afraid and locked in at home sheltering in place as it were and drinking in place too liquor sales had doubled along with marijuana plantations both private and legal public I needed legal counsel I had found a place to stay well I'd pitched a tent in a resort beside a slough that was infested with giant herons and sucker fish. At any rate, I would figure it out. I had faith. Faith in the universe. God was on our side. We were going to win against our evil oppressors, against the, the dictators that were running these towns, cities, provinces, and in fact the world.
You've been listening to Channeling Hunter, an extraordinary bungle through time and space, featuring the vocal stylings of Timothy Vent. Thank you for tuning in, and be sure to subscribe, like, comment, and tell all your friends. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.